I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. Welcome to Reading Aloud, a podcast where Adam and I get curious about meaningful and not so meaningful topics. Meanwhile, giving you insight into what we talk about, why we talk about it, and how we talk about it. Be on the lookout for a new release of this podcast every other Thursday. Hey, babe. Hey. Where are we? We are in Montenegro. Where is that? That is in the Balkans. It's We are south of Croatia. We are north of Greece. And we are east of Italy, right across the Adriatic Sea. My favorite post on Instagram stories was when, was the boomerang of you sitting in your shorty shorts, reading the Mountains of Montenegro book, like rubbing your face, just like, you know, mindlessly rubbing your face. Yeah. And my... And I quoted you and you were like, hey, want to want to hear a quick history? (laughs) Well, yeah, it's it's, I mean, that's part of the reason that traveling for me, traveling to places is so interesting is like learning the history of where you're at in that place and kind of like what's happened there. And it, it helps me tap into kind of the energy of, you know, the location and really sink in. And then meanwhile, I just sort of show up and have no idea where we are. Well, that's your own style, you know? You you do you. You do you. I can't, like, you know, I, I, I want to teach you that history. Mm-hmm. You, I, I just laughed at you. <laughs> you never actually taught it to me because I just laughed. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, because you weren't into it at that moment. But what I also know is that when we go to places and you're in the actual place, then you're interested to learn about it and you ask lots of questions. Um I prefer to know it as I'm going there. So I kind of like, you know, it's it's what we talked about before. It's like how I like to orient to places. I like to be oriented, to know where I'm at, to know what's happened there, to like be able to kind of like know before I go. And you prefer to just go and then find out as you're there. Does that make me a visual person? Oh, potentially. Or I don't know. What do you experiential think? Experiential person? Experiential, maybe experiential like you like to learn in the moment you don't like to take time to like learn that before oh, yeah, no. you like to learn because you're gonna you're learn it as you go anyway so might as well short shortcut the whole thing that is one perspective my perspective is if you've learned it before and then you're there you're actually able to go deeper more than just where are we then you know where you are you know what happened there then you can like dive into like the true realness of the situation did you brush your teeth today twice (laughs) (laughs) i've had this cold and i think it's the like drip and i think you think my breath smells i do (laughs) Do you think my breath smells? Can you smell it? I can hardly smell. You can normally hardly smell. I brushed my teeth twice today and flossed. You already flossed? Yeah. Ruh row. Yeah, it's it's the it's the nasal drip. We might need to get in there with like a pick. Why are we talking about this? What are we what are we <laughs> Well what are we talking about? I want to talk about the Bachelorette. I don't know, because as actually when this podcast posts, we will know what happened in uh, in Hannah's season of The Bachelorette. Man, we were so skeptical of her. Very, very. Why are you excited? Well, it's funny that I'm here talking about The Bachelorette because, you know, I The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, those shows I did not think that I would ever like, um, but now I'm totally into. Why do you it's, like it? 
I really think, and you know, you you turned me on to this theory of, of it, but really is a fascinating study in relationships and, you know, just how people interact in these, how love develops. Are we obsessed with love? I think we are. I think we're obsessed with the relation, people's relationship to love and the interaction between it. I mean, that, that it kind of is, you know, what this podcast is about too. It's a, it's a reflection of kind of our, our, our ideas and thoughts on wait abc needs to pick us up <laughs> like like hosts like play-by-play people for the bachelorette no they just they just need to pick us up and make us a whole show uh, in and of ourselves if totally. they're obsessed with love and we're obsessed with love then we are abc ready reading aloud hits the prime time <laughs> It's the primetime podcast. It's the primetime. Okay, so you tell me what I want to know why you're excited for the ending of Hannah's season. Well, I mean, they always build it up. You know, the endings like I'm always into it. I've 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 invested whatever, 15 hours of my life <laughs> mm-hmm. into this show over the course of a month or something. Why are you excited for the end of Hannah's season? Why? Because I want to see the end. What is it? What do you think's going to happen? I think I think she's gonna pick Jed, um, and I think that she's gonna find out some stuff about Jed that he really wasn't there, and he was just trying to advance his musical career, and then well, she she's knew. gonna question it. But then she'd already told Tyler no, and so then I don't think that I I think that yeah she's just not gonna end up she's just not gonna end up engaged, which is sad because. I think she really tried, and basically, in the end, she should have just kept Peter. Peter, what was yeah. it? Pilot Peter for Prez. P- Pilot Peter for Prez. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till Paradise comes on. Brown <laughs> Demi gets down with a well, girl. It's funny because Whoop. all of our friends always talk about like this amazing TV that they watch, you know, and like, oh, this new HBO series is so insightful and so deep. And we're like, uh, that's a paradise. <laughs> Which is our guilty pre- pleasure. And honestly, the only TV that we are committed to. We've watched other shows, but not like we've watched The Bachelor. Well, there's also this element of like, if we don't keep up with it, which of course is what they play on, but if we don't keep up with it, then we're going to find out it's a spoiler. Like we can start another show and there are just aren't as many spoilers out there. Got it. Yeah. Like yeah. even the ending, it's a reality TV, even the ending, you still want to know what happens, but really, truly in the bachelor and bachelorette, you just want to know who gets married. Yeah. I believe in this show so much and I and I know that other people don't, but the people who don't believe in it, I don't think they've watched it because what you find is there's like like you start to get into these the psyches of these people and you're like they're in it for the right reasons, they're in it for the wrong reasons. And yeah, there's a ton of people that go on there just to be on TV. There are people who go on there to go on Bachelor in Paradise. There go there are people who go on there because they want like free wine at the end because then they start repping this wine brand. I mean, people go on for all sorts of reasons. I'm not saying everybody who goes on there is like devoted to the process and then I think some people go on and they just want a good time and then they actually do find that they have feelings and the ones that I mean you hear it so often it's the same thought it's like I was not expecting this I was not expecting this but the person 
70% of the time, the person who goes on as the bachelor or bachelorette really wants to find a relationship. Yeah. And I think also recently, because of the, I mean, this show's been running for what, 15 years or something? 15 20, seasons, 20 seasons? Something. I, I do think when the show first aired, it, and I'm guessing here, it, it probably was a higher percentage of people that were None just going... None of the going, relationships lasted. None of the relationships lasted. It was really, really just about reality TV. I, and, you know, maybe there was there was truth in that. But, like, but more recently, in the more recent seasons, people that have, let's just call it, like, skeletons in their closet, about, that, that comes out early and they get kicked off the show. You know, like, people, people find out if these... Have, you know, guys or girls have boyfriends at home or no, 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 or no. are in there for no, that. Like they they can't be on their phones like that. Right. I, I I know that they they can't be on their phones. What I'm saying is like people can't come onto the show with like bad intentions. Bad intentions. Or if they do, they are discovered by the general public because of the Except existence for Garrett, of social. Who won? Right. Who was but, a who was a blatant racist? And who won? <laughs> And Becca was a, like a like a liberal Democrat, like right in the middle of the no, like women's miracles like can happen. <laughs> miracles. I'm not defending. Garrett, I was gonna say that sounds no, like a no, strong no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you have you have a staunch conservative and a liberal that that found love. I mean, it's whacked. But they're still I guess having a good time all, and they're boring. All that I'm trying to say. You know who else is really boring? Kendall, <laughs> Kendall and Joe, grocery store Joe. She was We had high hopes for Kendall. She was the best. She was like a taxidermy, crystal wearing, like sexy California girl who spoke her mind. She talked a little too fast. She was incredibly intelligent. Into ceremony and yeah. Incredibly intelligent. She picks grocery store Joe. Womp womp. I mean, everybody loved him, but like Really for no reason. I mean, Joe knows tomatoes. Right. <laughs> really no reason. And and then they get together and and she's just become the most boring person in the whole world. You know who killed it? Who crushed it? Who? Becca. Becca, who was like 14 when she went on the show, <laughs> goes off afterwards, decides that she's like, gets kicked off and she's like, goes to Mend- what was she in Mendocino County she was like picking trimming weed up in northern California her mom goes looking for her. her face ends up on a milk box she's like it's like so embarrassing she's basically is like I'm on social media and I don't care she grows her armpit hair out her leg hair out she just abandons bachelorette culture bachelor cultural a culture altogether gets knocked up by her boyfriend who's not like Ari in any way and now has a beautiful family and it's just like I just did me it's she was the first person to take bachelorette and bachelor culture to another level because everybody else is just like really done up they've got their tans they've got their figures yeah. they've got and, their I mean, botoxes they, they, they draw on they draw on a, a very like, small pool of people which kind of apply and are interested in coming on a show like that. And yeah, Becca, Becca, I mean, there's variance in the people, but like Becca was generally just not, not from that. She was like pool. the only person who's ever been on that had a pixie haircut. Right. Right. 
Right. She had short hair, you know. And Ari's like, I'm 52. How old are you? And she's like, 12. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if this is going to work out. He's like, uh, I liked you so much <laughs> until like, you yeah. were child bride. <laughs> and she's like, what does that matter? Like, she's obviously living her best life now. Yeah. Ari would have been a mistake. He picked Lauren. That says everything about him. They were perfect for each other. They though. are perfect for each other. They love each other each so other. much. Yeah. And they have a baby now. All See, this is the thing that people start to argue. They're like, it's not real. And I'm like, they have children. Yeah. And that's what that was and my then, point like, before. And somebody else like, is like, they might have paid them and, to have children. No. Okay. Wait. Pause this whole conversation. <laughs> what does it say about us that we're in Montenegro? We live in North Carolina. <laughs> We're in Montenegro. We're in this beautiful place. We're recording a podcast and we're on this sabbatical. What have we started to call it? Pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. And we're talking about <laughs> The Bachelor TV show. I'll so, tell you what yeah, it says about I'm, us. I'm honestly asking. I'll tell yeah, you what it what says does about this us. say about us as a couple? We could spend all of our time talking about how amazing Montenegro has been. First of all, we've been sick for a few days, so we've kind of had to slow down our pilgrimage and do yeah. more internal work than external work. But we could sit around and we could talk about how this is the most beautiful place we've been to. It has exceeded our expectations. We, we literally have a view of the ocean and the mountains at the same time. I mean, it's, bay. it's incredible. It really. is. It really did exceed our expectations. And we talked about travel a couple podcasts ago. If you haven't heard it, you should listen because in it, I say like, I have a kind of a hard time with adjustments and transitions. And so I can be kind of cranky during travel and I'm not like we arrived and I was like, what happened? Where are we? And that totally set the tone for us to do this really great deep work. Now the sickness for the both of us, especially since you don't get sick very often, has put a weird vibe on weird the vibe last on our few, first week. Yeah, yeah, on the last few days, it, it's it's not that we sit here like disappointed or whatever. Like people get sick, people get sick, and that's how it goes. Um, but like the magic that we had in the first few days has really. The reason we're talking about it is because we're literally waiting to find out the answer of The Bachelorette. It's on our minds and hearts. Yeah. The other reason that we're talking about it is because we're just regular people. Right. We're not that special. Like, this is amazing. We're, I'm documenting so much of it on Instagram stories and then on Instagram posts. You can see I'm doing the whole thing in Polaroids. But right. this says a lot about us because this is our complexity, is we can soak up and totally enjoy and get into trash TV and have actually deep reasons for liking it. It's not just candy to us. Like we, I mean, I could go on about why I think it's an incredible TV show. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the reason I'm married to you. I told you that I talked about this in a, in a different podcast. Wow. Wow. Mic drop right there. <laughs> I don't know if I remember that. Are you kidding? The reason you're married to me is because the bachelor. Are you kidding? You know the story when I start talking about it. You yeah. Tell me story. again. Sorry. I'm, I'm missing it right now. I was in a relationship for four years. Yeah. About three years into that, I remember being at home. My partner at the time was at work. It was a Saturday. I was literally scrolling his life. I was scrolling through Facebook and watching. I had two devices up. One was watching The Bachelorette and one was scrolling on Facebook. I was depressed because this relationship was not fulfilling anymore. Both of us knew this, but we did never talk about it. And I'm watching The Bachelorette going, oh my gosh, 
This woman has 30 amazing choices. Now take five schmucks out of it and she has 25 amazing choices. What would I do if I put myself in a situation where I gave myself 25 really good choices and I was picking literally the best of the best? Like any 10 of them would have been great to be in a relationship with. Because this is for them, right? Those aren't the people I would choose in my life. By the way, I don't know this story. I don't think you've ever told me this story. Uh, honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I, I really am pretty good. You've never, I, the, the dual screens and <laughs> the whole thing. Nope, never heard the story. Okay, well, let me finish it. Yeah, I'm fascinated. So I'm listening, I'm watching her and like, but she's got at least 10 of those people. If she picks any one of those 10, she's going to live a freaking amazing life because they're kind of already curated for her. So she's got all these people that she can choose from. And I, and I'm watching her thinking, I just happened into this person and I made them like now we're in a relationship. We're three years in. I didn't have choices. I just had this one person. And I'm like, what would it be like if I actually had choices in my life? And I was surrounded by a ton of people who really wanted to be dating me as opposed to just finding one person you like and deciding to date them. And then you're in this long-term relationship with them. Mm, that's powerful right there. This is it's why like I love a, The Bachelorette. This is that, the, the choices piece. I'd never actually thought about that instead of just the, the scenario that we find ourselves. Oh, I meet this person. I like them. We start dating. And now we're here instead of like, I'm now thinking about not only them, but myself, what uh, what of their qualities fit me the best. That's exactly how dating should be. Interesting. Okay. And you're picking between like, this person is good and this person is great. I mean, the, the subtle differences in these people is amazing as opposed to like finding that one person and just taking their qualities for what they are. I mean, you're literally getting, I mean, it's the best idea in the world. And a long, long time ago in my early twenties, I had a therapist tell me that she thought I should circular date, which means date lots of people, not sleep with any of them. Cause that just changes the dynamic, but like date lots of people and just be in relationship and start to compare and contrast. Like I like this, but I like this better. Mm -hmm. Like instead of, I like this, it's good enough. Okay. So I end up in the fields. I remember laying on my couch and I was curled up in a ball. I was on the phone with one of my like spiritual guides, this woman, Tracy, I'm on the phone with her and I'm like, I can't be in this relationship anymore. This is literally a year before it ended. I'm like, I cannot be in this relationship anymore. Like I didn't pick this person the way that I need to be picking like my person. I love them, but not like there are, I want options. I want to see what my options are. Okay. So that person breaks up with me. And the first thing I do is decide that I'm going to be the bachelorette. You really don't know this story? No, never. I honestly, never heard this story. I'm so surprised. You wanted so to be I the bachelorette. So I just, I made myself the bachelorette. And I was like, I'm going to just be the bachelorette. So people are interested in dating me. It was a great time in my life. I was on fire. And, you know, somebody wants to date me. Sure, you can take me on dates. Somebody else wants to date me. Somebody, when I met you, I was dating three or four people. I mean, it's hard to come up with 25. Yeah. But I was like dating three or four people. <laughs> hard to come. And 25 I, would be ridiculous. That would be great. Would no, be great. no, you, you'd need structure for 25 to be dating what, 25 people. What, like a mansion people. and yeah, Chris Harrison? Exactly. You'd need Chris Harrison to date 25 people. So I meet you. You're great. But I'm not giving in to that. I'm not saying like, 
I'm just like so committed that I'm not going to just see something I like and go, okay. So I continue to date these other people and just continue to see what it is that I like in each person to make sure that I'm really going to take the final one to the fantasy suite. But didn't you, anyway, doesn't what? I was going to say, don't they, don't three people go to fantasy suites? Not in my book. I only had <laughs> like three or four to choose from. To got it. With. Got it. Got it. So it's the percentage wise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's an amazing story. I, I feel like, okay, so the one part that, that does somewhat ring true is you saying, I wanted to make myself the bachelorette in the sense that you wanted to date multiple people. But I never, I don't, I really don't think I'd heard that story of you kind of the watching and the, you know, the, the kind of the, like it being an inspiration to move into that phase of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that. That's that's powerful. I mean, I think that this podcast is kind of like the Bachelor Bachelorette series mm. in a way. And here's why. For me, one of the reasons that I like the show so much is to watch Voyeurism. and I know that they're I know that they're edited. I, I Voyeurism. Hold on, let me finish. I know that they're edited. I know that there's no, I have no illusions that like they don't pick, you know, specific things to kind of like tell a story. Uh, that's clear to me, but I like to watch the conversations and I like to watch, especially on the live episodes, how people answer the questions because we learn by doing and we learn by observing. And I, I, I learn a lot by observing. Um, and, and I really think that like watching other people have these conversations, watching other people fall in love, i.e., the one of the points of this podcast is folks listening to us have conversations, that being a support for them having conversations in their relationship. And so by me watching these individuals, contestants, if you will, have conversations, it really helps me find new ways to fall in love with you each and every day. It, it helps me find new ways and think about how I would respond to those situations, how I would respond to those conversations. Are you, are you really that inspired? Totally. I mean, it's it's not like there's a profound, like, you know, epiphany every single episode or something like that. But it's kind of like that, you know, you're you're constantly watching people work through things. You're constantly watching people fall in love. You're constantly watching people make tough decisions and think about qualities in another person that they're tapping into or not. That consistency breeds awareness within you to be your best self within your relationship. For me, that's how I see it. So I like to, when we're watching and to say like, if we're watching it on Hulu or something to say, pause, how would you answer this question? And I'd love to hear your answers. And also it just reminds me, like when I had you do that the other day, it was just such a reminder of like how much I love the way that you think about things. Right. Right. That's really beautiful. Like, And then we, we pressed play the- and the dude's answer was just like, gah, gah. <laughs> I think I think we said similar things. No, you didn't. But but he just didn't he didn't have the uh, words. He wasn't. (laughs) Oh my god, that's hysterical. We said similar things. But 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 the 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 essence kind of was there. He just didn't have the like 
The poetry. Yeah, exactly. So you've been writing a little poetry while you're here. Yeah. We want to talk about Tavat for five minutes? Tavat for us. So we're in Tavat, Montenegro. It's in Boca Bay, um, the Bay of Kotor. Kind of Montenegro is not a big country, but it's near the coast. And for us, we picked this city for a variety of reasons. But I'll just say quickly, it has been perfect for us. It's a very calm super chill um, super chill it's somewhat of a touristy town in the sense that there's a, a a kind of a famous port here so there's a lot of uh yachting culture that goes on here it still feels very local and very family oriented like um i would say older um tourist crowd but not like uh not like a, a venice where there's big tour buses coming in and people are bustling and about there's me. N- nobody we've seen we've list, we've heard like three sets of people speak english two of which were australian one dude on the street this last night was yeah we, straight yeah. up american yeah we've seen basically one american dude and he was walking in with his Briefcase, um, and briefcase, and his uh, iPod blue. earbuds. Talking on the phone, and he was like, "What did he say?" He was uh, like, "He was weird." Yeah, he was like, "If you know," and then you get, you know, shafted. You know, there are not many Americans here, which is a really nice. Um, not many people speak English really at all. I mean, people do in the restaurants to a certain extent, but I mean, we go in the grocery stores, and it is zip English. So. Um, it's just a beautiful place. It's really a place, you know, we're on a pilgrimage slash sabbatical. And it is a place where we have been able to remove ourselves from our typical daily life and slow down and go to the beach. There's no crowds. There's no lines. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. I want to just say my, the highlight as we're wrapping up, yeah. the highlight of the trip, yeah, mine by far, was that... We woke up at 4 a.m. on like our third day here and we got a shuttle halfway up a mountain and then we walked the rest way up the mountain. At the top of the mountain was a string quartet, a violin, a viola. What was the other one? A cello. cello. But what was the other one? Two violins. Two First violins. and second violin, a viola and a cello. Got it. And at 5 a.m. as the sun was rising. Playing at a church built in the 13th century, by the way. Top of the mountain, yeah, overlooking the bay, and the moon was out. We're playing Bach and Mozart, and these tango pieces, tango pieces as the sun rose behind them, and there was probably 30 people there. It's an incredible experience, and you know, something that I don't think that we would have gotten in, you know, a place where I don't know, it was just you know, it's just a one of those magical travel experiences. Mm-hmm. It was one of those magical travel experiences. Right. Well, go Hannah. Go Hannah. We're we're rooting for you no matter what. And if you've never watched uh, The Bachelor or Bachelorette, reach out to us. Um, we don't host any parties, but you know we're happy to convince you to watch the show and you know watch the season, see what you think. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in and listening as we discuss what is meaningful and curious to us. And don't forget to rate, review, and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.